The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap, a great weekend of racing is the NASCAR Spring Cup and Xfinity Series took to the track at the Phoenix International Raceway. And the Verizon IndyCar Series hit the streets of St. Petersburg to kick off the 2016 IndyCar season. We'll get things rolling with the IndyCar season opener, the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. Before the race got underway, Will Power would be sidelined after it would be discovered that he suffered a concussion in Friday's practice session and would be forced to sit on the sidelines as the field began warm-up Sunday morning. Veteran driver Oriol Servia would take the wheel of Will Power's Chevrolet, Penske driver Simon Paginot and Elio Castroneves would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag to kick off the 2016 season after the pole-sitting car driven by Will Power would be forced to the back of the pack following the driver change. Pagano would lead the field for 48 laps, but on lap 64, 2015 St. Petersburg winner Juan Pablo Montoya took the lead from teammate Pagano. Ryan hunter led for a brief period in the closing stages of the race, but Montoya would take the lead with 25 laps to go and never look back as he went on to score back-to-back wins in St. Petersburg. Simon Pagano would come home in second, and Ryan hunter would take the final podium step. Here's what race winner Juan Pablo Montoya had to say after going back-to-back on the streets of St. Pete. Uh, car had a lot of speed today. We you know if you look it's funny because you look at it this morning warm-up we were like p11 or 14 or something and i was like wow it doesn't feel that bad <laughs> um it's hard when they warm up it's so early because the track conditions it's very different to what you're going to race so you got to keep that in mind and i felt we did a really good job with that we knew exactly what we needed to change and um, i was pretty happy with the car to be honest the NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in Phoenix for the Exalta Faster, Tougher, Brighter 200. NASCAR Spring Cup Series star Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs Racing would keep their dominance going in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Busch, for the third consecutive week, would lead the most laps, leading 175 out of the scheduled 200 laps, and go on to get his third straight Xfinity Series win. Joe Gibbs Racing would make it another 1-2-3 finish, with Xfinity Series rookie Eric Jones finishing second, and Daniel Suarez coming home in third. Here's what race winner Kyle Busch had to say following his third consecutive win in the Xfinity series yeah it certainly never does get old but you know there was a lot of good things that uh, had come up this weekend just having the opportunity to to work with chris gale and of course to uh get a chance to be out there on the racetrack with this different tire than what we've run here the past couple times which is the same tire that we're going to run tomorrow on the cup side so uh lots of things to learn and um you know felt like a good day obviously just being able to have a good race car run up front we may not have qualified on the pole but um you know we did have a good race car so real proud of the effort uh by chris and everybody on this nos energy drink team guys did a great job our toyota was fast so um you know not much to to complain about really this weekend two more series kick off their seasons with formula one in melbourne australia and MotoGP in qatar can mercedes keep up their dominance in formula one and get a third straight constructors and drivers championship or does ferrari finally have enough pace to get by the silver arrows you can catch all the action on TSN starting at 1 a.m. Sunday morning. And in Qatar, can Valentino Rossi redeem himself after facing a penalty in the final race of the season, causing him to lose the MotoGP world title to teammate Jorge Lorenzo? The MotoGP season will get rolling on Fox Sports Racing around 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon. The NASCAR Sprint Cup Series would be in Phoenix for the Good Sam 500 at the Phoenix International Raceway. Kyle Busch would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag on a sunny Sunday afternoon in the Arizona desert. It wouldn't take long for trouble to come out. 
Just as these guys were getting settled in for a long run, Ryan Newman would lose a right front tire, setting his 31 Cat Chevrolet hard into the turn three wall, ending Newman's day and bringing out the caution on lap 52. Lap 107, the problems for RCR would continue when Newman's teammate, Paul Menard, would have a similar incident as he would lose a right front tire going into turn three. Menard would make hard contact with the outside wall just like his teammate, putting another RCR and Chevrolet in the garage early on Sunday afternoon. With 87 laps to go, Las Vegas winner Brad Keselowski would lose a right rear tire. He would spread debris on track, bringing out the yellow flag, but Keselowski would keep his number two Ford off the wall, making it back to pit road for repairs and four fresh Goodyear Eagles. With six laps to go, Casey Kane would be the next driver to lose a tire. Kane would lose a right front tire, hitting the turn four wall, ending his day just shy of the checkered flag. This would set up a green-white checkered finish. When it came time to hit pit road, leaders Kevin Harvick and Dale Earnhardt Jr. would stay out, but Carl Edwards and everyone on back would hit pit road for fresh fuel and tires. When the green flag waved to restart the race, Harvick would jump out to the lead with Carl Edwards on fresh tires close behind. Harvick would take the white flag and be able to stay clear of Edwards in turns one and two, but going into turns three, Edwards would get his nose under the four car and move Harvick up the track. The two would slam doors hard, coming out of turn four to the checkered flag, and Edwards would be slightly ahead of Harvick, but the four wasn't going to give up the win easily, and he would door slam Edwards one more time, killing all of Edwards' forward momentum and letting the four gain ground. When the two got to the line, Harvick would edge out Edwards by one one one-hundredth of a second, getting his eighth Phoenix win in style and locking down his spot in the chase for the Sprint Cup. Edwards would be forced to settle for second, and Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. would round out the top five in the Good Sam 500. Here's what Kevin Harvick had to say about his race win and a great finish to the Good Sam 500. I, I got a good restart, got through one and two good, got, got through three and four fairly well, and you know they, they told me that the, that the 19 was back there. And I, I thought I could beat him through one and two on, on, the, on the last lap there, but I knew I was going to have to be on defense because he beat me through the center of, of three and four all day. So um, I was fully expecting everything that I got, um, but I just needed to be able to get knocked up the track far enough to be able to put the throttle back down. So um, maybe a little bit too defensive. I missed the bottom. You know, the, with the way that the, the rubber had built up on the racetrack, it just kind of walked up the track, and, and he was able to hold the bottom and and able to get to the left rear. And you know, I felt like I got back to the throttle even you know soon enough to to be able to to hold him off. But I was kind of a you know a couple feet behind and, and was able to kind of scrub against his door a little bit to to slow him back down. And by the time he had realized that that you know he was going to be behind and we had carried the momentum by him, it was it, we were at the start finish line. So fun finish you know i think as as drivers and as a sport points as nascar heads to the fast flat california speedway kevin harvick leads kyle bush jimmy johnson kurt bush and carl edwards are the top five in points in the nascar spring cup series standings carl edwards would be forced to settle for second after trying to move the four of kevin harvick for the win here's what edwards had to say following his great run well, I'm really proud of my guys for giving me a, a shot to win the race. You know, we were we were a third place car there at the end. Um, Dale and Kevin were both really fast. Caution came out. Dave rolled the dice, and um, and we got a shot at. It. We made them work for it. That's uh, more than more than we've been able to do here the last few times. So, just uh, a lot of fun. I really wish uh, wish it would have worked out uh, a little bit differently, but it's it's a good race, and you know, I I, um, I ran into them about as hard as I I thought I could without wrecking them and and you know it's just uh ended up being a drag race and and it uh it's kind of fun coming the line because i thought man i got him and then he doored me real hard and then he got a little run and i tried to door him and slow him down but it just uh just didn't work 
Don't forget to join me this Sunday as I get you set up for the Auto Club 400 from the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. I'll get you set up with everything you need to know as NASCAR prepares for the final race on the West Coast Swing. Until then, you can head on over to the Santa Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all the motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank everyone at Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can find the most recent episode of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Check out the blog, and you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Join me Sunday as I get you set up for the Auto Club 400 from the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great night, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.